everyone, and welcome to the very first episode of Done With The Scar. I'm your host and creator of the DC Method, Linda Dunn-Carter, and I'm here with my friend, number one stalker, co-host, beauty journalist, and head of the DC Method Scar Talk Hotline, Miss Ann Quetta. Thanks for that wonderful introduction, Linda. Hello, everyone. <laughs> so glad to be here. Hi, Anne. How are you tonight? Great, great. How are you doing? Oh, honey, I'm good. I just finished a full day of patients in New York City, my second home. I love it. I love what I do. So I'm never tired. So let's rock and roll. What are we doing tonight? Well, that's exactly right, Linda. I am extremely thrilled to be here with you in the studio recording this podcast. It seemed to me to be the most logical next step in the DC empire because we're finally creating a safe place where we can talk about these types of issues and our listeners can call in with questions in an anonymous way. I'm so flooded with questions on social media and the hotline. And thank goodness I have you to help me out there. And this is really the opportunity to educate and provide resources for our listeners. So this is what the podcast is all about. And we will have each and every episode is going to be something different. So we'll target whatever the audience asks us to target and the questions that we get from our listeners. Definitely. We're going to be answering questions from week to week, Linda. And I think it's great because we also have the SCAR hotline where people can call in with questions. And that number is 1-866-SCAR-TALK. That's S-C-A-R-T-L-K. People can call in anonymously and talk about questions about their SCARs and their issues. And we will be answering these questions week to week. So I think it's fabulous. Oh, and I appreciate having you and, and as my sidekick, and we're going to have to give you a special name. <laughs> <laughs> What's your what special it, name? I don't know what it is yet, but we're going to... DC we're, cheerleader, you called me once. No, yeah. I, I called you my stalker. Yeah, and you. You stalker. <laughs> yes, I did stalk you on Instagram. I will be honest. I know. We'll, we'll, we'll explain how that all came about. But I um, know. We will. We will in the next yeah. episode or the next two episodes. I'm grateful to have you. So... Hands down, what is the question that you get most on the DC Method Hotline? So basically, Linda, when people call in, they're asking me, how do I get a consult with Linda? What exactly does Linda do? What is the DC Method? If you could answer that question, that's that's really the most burning question. They're saying, how do I get to meet Linda? And I have this scar, whether it's an old or new scar, they tell me their story. A lot of times it's pretty emotional. I've had people cry with me on the phone and I've cried with them on the phone. And it's it's pretty intense, but they all want to meet you and they want to consult with you. That's really the burning question. How do I get to Linda? That, that was a lot of questions, but I, I think how do you get to Linda? There's only one way for a consultation. And I'm again, I'm flooded on social media. I, I make a lot of posts. They say, don't send me photos because it'll get lost in, in the flow of my day. So the only way that you can get a hold of me and get a consultation is online. And that's through my website, lindaduncarter.com. You click on the consultation tab and it will guide you from there. It's all online and you get a comprehensive consultation. So Linda, explain to us what the consultation process looks like when somebody consults you and they, you know, they pay the consult fee. What happens next after that? Right. So once you pay the consultation fee, you're asked to upload photos and there's an important form that you have to upload as well. That's really important that a lot of people aren't seeing that. So make sure you click on the upload 
uh, for that form. You send it in to me once I get the information and I don't have any questions. I might question you back, like uh, just based on the photos or, or some of the information that you send, I might question you back. Then we have all the information within three business days. I give you the consultation, the treatment plan. Treatment plan includes my assessment of your scars, my recommendations, which would mean the the DC method series. It can mean six, eight, 12, 14, two years, whatever is recommended. It will be stated in that treatment plan. And it'll also have the breakdown of the fees. I have a financing plan and it also will break down the uh, itemized amount of improvement, the percentage of improvement I can get for each one of your scars. Now, if you send in it's just one scar, then I will give you the percentage of how much improvement I can get. So it's really big that I can give you something to look forward to, the percentage of improvement. I don't think a lot of people can do that in the industry, but I know skin so well. I've been doing scars for so long that I can actually give you the percentage of improvement I can get. A lot of times it's more very few times it's less. So Linda, a lot of people will they'll ask me, what does Linda do? How does she improve my scar? And really what they're asking is, you know, a lot of people will say to me, does she use a laser? You know, what is she doing in the DC method? So could you kind of explain for the listeners how you created the DC method and what kind of protocols it is to, you know, break down a scar tissue? What, what are we really talking about here when you're fixing a scar? Well, I mean, a lot of people that are calling you already see my Instagram, right? Absolutely. So, 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 the, yeah. so, so they're seeing before and afters and, and they're not really digging in and they're not reading the content, but the photos. So if you do that, you're going to understand it more because I do educate in every post that I make, but if they're calling you and they still don't know, or they're getting you from some other resource, Google or, or however, then basically what I am doing is no lasers. You know how I I know how you feel about lasers. (laughs) (laughs) There's a word for it. And I just don't want to say it right right now. So I I, I don't use layers, but there's different layers of scars and there's different layers of techniques that I use. I have a different protocol for new scars, which new scars I will actually manage right out of sutures, right out of tape. I mean, the sooner that you can get to me, the better your results will be because once a scar starts forming scar tissue and through the inflammation and, and the other two stages of healing, that is where everything will go wrong. So with new scars, you can have things go wrong in the first two weeks, especially if you don't heal well. And we'll get into that later about how you heal and how you and know if you heal poorly or if you heal good, you know, so we'll get into that later. But what we're discussing is is what you tell your people who call in on the hotline is that for new scars, we manage it. We take it through the process of healing. There's four stages, like I just mentioned. Now we will watch the scars so that in case it opens up, in case it hyperpigments, in case it it keloids, in case it, it goes into hypertrophic scarring, in case it collapses because of some type of catalog injections that you had, we watch everything. So there's a, a very set, it's kind of like babysitting your scar because your scar really doesn't know what to do. 
It just right. It doesn't know how to behave. Yeah. No. It, yeah. It behaves poorly in most cases. Bad and behavior for scars is not good. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty lashes with a wet noodle. Right. Yeah. I know. But, uh, but you know what? When I first met you and I asked you about how to explain to me the DC method, you actually said that you are rebirthing a scar and recreating new tissue. You're actually rewounding and then making yeah making new skin and and that is what i'm doing that's pretty amazing yeah well that's what i'm doing with old scars because i have to start from scratch right it's like remodeling a house right so we have a house it's it's like mm, you know it's got issues and so we we start demolishing it demolition breaking down walls tearing up tiles you know Tearing out cupboards, you know, everything is gutted. So that's basically what I'm taking an old scar through is I'm gutting it. I'm doing everything I can because it might have hypertrophic scarring. It might have hyperpigmentation. It might have buckled skin. It might have keloid scarring. So I have to manage my tools and, and my protocols accordingly. So it, it, it's kind of a systematic series of protocols, but I have to switch it up depending on the skin type, especially depending on the severity. So yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it, it, it's like um, remodeling a house. You you yeah. tear everything down and then you build it back up. Of course, you know, when you're looking at a, a demolished house, it's like, ugh, you know, it, it, right. it like looks worse before it's going to look better. And then you start putting in the cupboards and then you start doing the floors and then you start painting the walls and then you start plastering, you know, so everything becomes um, shiny and new afterwards. And that's how I, I treat the skin. Now, a lot of people mm-hmm. will call me on the scar line and they have seen you on Instagram, but they've gone other places. Okay. They went to their plastic surgeon for revision. They went to a laser place. They went to a med spa, et cetera, et cetera. We know the drill. And then they come to you and you're their last hope. So explain to me what it's like when somebody has gone through this entire process of trying to fix their scar because they trust their doctors, they trust their med spas, they trust their estheticians. And they finally decide to take the jump and let the scar queen herself (laughs) remodel their scar. You're their last hope, basically. They've done everything else and have not gotten results. And maybe it's even worse than it was when they began. Absolutely. And and thank goodness they found me, right? I know. (laughs) I mean, as their last hope and and as their last niche on the ladder, they found me. So I'm I'm grateful for that. And, And there's a lot of expectations when somebody goes through all of that. They they've exhausted all of their efforts and then they find me. Well, there's a lot of expectations on my shoulders. Right. What about the emotional? Talk about. Well, oh, okay, well, yeah. So, uh, of course, on top of that, you know, they they are crying. They're like, "Wow, I I haven't even touched them yet." You know, <laughs> so so it's like they just they are just showing up, and so this is how emotional it is. It is when you go through all of these these different situations and procedures and this person and that person and they have failed to give you the the results that you are looking for or the the results that I mean on a minimal level so so when when they come to me and and they've exhausted all their efforts it's like you know the yeah I mean I mean yeah. You know, it, it, what's the the fat lady sings? And, they finally and, get it. They they, finally they, get it. Yeah, they, they, they finally are where they are supposed to be. And it's like this, um, the, this huge, like, 
you know, grace comes over them. And I just, you know, I get goosebumps, you know, when people are get so emotional and, and it's like, oh, you know, I don't even realize the extreme of how I help people. I just do it. I get up there. But you have a great I, emotional bond that you connect as you're seeing them for some months, for 18 months. Right, I mean, months. right. Yeah, no, I know. It's, it's true. So when we first meet, there's already a huge trust within all right, because by the time people see me, I've never even spoken to them. Exactly. Right? Yeah. I've never, you know, they go through the consultation process. I send them the treatment plan. This is it. And it's a very, very well-written treatment plan. I mean, it explains everything that I'm doing. So if they have any questions, call me. I'm happy to answer any questions about the treatment plan that I've given you. But don't call me until I do, because there's so much I have to tell you. So... We've got a lot of anxious people who want to get right, 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 right. So, well, you know, you know I, I wanted to mention, I know there was, speaking about the emotional aspect, I know you had a patient, her name was Cassie. She went to a bar with her friends just to, you know, hang out and have a couple of drinks and a fight started, not, not anything to do with her, but she ended up getting cut with a bottle on her face mm-hmm. and well, a huge scar on her face. It was devastating. And she came to you. Right. And it's not Cassie, it's Lizette, you know, and Lizette is on my Instagram. She, she's on a lot of my media video and, and she says her name. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 It is Lizette. And so Lizette is one of my favorite cases and it, it just, I, I think I work all over the body all over the body. There's a toes, finger. You see me, you know, I'm, I'm always scraping and, and needling something. But this you know? was on her face. So it was right. Crazy. Right. So, so people who have injuries on their face, it's, it's a little extra only because it's, it's something that you can't really hide with clothing. You can hide with makeup, but even with makeup, you can still see shadows and dentations, right. you know, uh, raised scars and, and that sort of thing. People will even comb their hair over a certain way so that, so, so that it doesn't show. So a lot of insecurities come with all scars, but mostly on the face. And it doesn't have to be a woman, a man. So with men, it's like they can't wear makeup. Women, they right. can wear makeup. It's a little bit more accepted. So you've got a lot of men too. I noticed. I saw on Instagram. You've got tons. A lot of- yeah, men. You know, men. Men want to. You know, have. Um, a certain um, self-presence as well, you know, and they want to feel good about themselves just as much as a woman. Exactly. I mean, there, yeah. There's, you know, I mean, there's no, you know, gray areas when it comes to that. So with, with Lizette, you know, her face and, and, and she had lived with the scar for six years, right? Six just a years. gash, oh my God. Just a gash down, you know, the side of the face and it all, it cut through her skin so much that it, it, it actually went in tore on the inside of her mouth, the gum. I mean, flesh was hanging out. All right. So just, just as a visual. So that is to me, when I saw this, this is one in particular, you know, she just sat down and she cries like, Oh my God, I, I, I can't believe I found you. And, and, and she started crying and telling me about the story because sometimes I get the story, but I don't get all of the story. Right. And exactly. so when we are in our first appointment, you know, then I, I just let people talk and I let them feel my energy. And my energies, you know, just I'm, I'm so passionate. And, and I think when when they start talking about it, 
and they feel my energy. I think it's it's just, you know, a double trust that they get, you know, like I'm going to be okay. I'm going to be okay. And that is, that just like makes me feel like, yeah, you know, let's rock and roll, you know? So now that we got that out of the way, let's, let's get on with, you know, fixing your scar. So seriously changing lives. I mean, yeah, are mind blowing. Like when you see your, and I know I see you crying there too, and the patients are crying and I'm crying. It's like, it's really an emotional thing. And then you, you go in there with the technical and it's, it's a whole process, but when people come to you, they're, you know, you're their last hope. You are, that's it. I have. Well, yeah. And for the lucky ones, you know, they get me right away, you know? So, and I mean, that is my whole like, goal is to touch as many people as I can on earth, you know, while I'm here, but to, to reach out and have the awareness. So this is just another platform for me to speak. It's another platform for me to, to let people know there, uh, you have a choice. If you want to live with your scar, live with it. But if you don't, I'm here. So whoever I can shout out to, whoever hears it, you know, it, it's just one more way of reaching somebody and changing their lives, changing how they feel about themselves. I mean, you know, it's just heartwarming. Now you have three locations, correct? Miami, New York City, and Houston, where you see patients. So if they don't live in one of those cities, they can fly in to see you after they've done their online consultation. And I know you also have a vegan line of scar products called Scar Food. And then you also do Scar School. So that's where you're training other people, your methods, right? And so yeah. Yeah. I'm exhausted just listening to you. <laughs> tell me where I'm at, what I'm doing. Whew, how do I, how do I even get it like, done? What city are you in, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so yes, all three cities. Um, I do uh, New York City. I'm in Manhattan on East 57th Street. I'm in Southwest uh, Houston, Texas. I have a beautiful high-rise office there. And in my Miami Beach next to Mount Sinai Medical Center. I mean, I know you always talk about having a scar plan, right? What is a scar plan? Like somebody goes for a breast lift or, you know, a thigh lift or a Brazilian butt lift or whatever they go for. What exactly, you know, the first question they always ask is, what is the scar going to look like, right? And the surgeon will tell them it'll go from here to here. But you talk about having a scar plan. So what is that look like for the patient? What should they be aware of, you know, before going to the surgeon? Well, I mean, we don't know what the surgeons tell the patients, but we we want to educate down the road what you should ask the surgeon when it comes to the scar part of the surgery, right? So a scar plan is something that you have in place for when you are planning a surgery. And and it doesn't even have to be plastic surgery. We talk plastic surgery because it's so much out there, plastic surgery, but people might be going in for heart surgery or, you know, getting a C-section or it it doesn't doesn't matter. Any any kind of surgery that you're going to do, you want to go like, "Mm," you know, some people go in with it like, just give me that body. (laughs) Not even thinking about scars, but you you need to think about scars because 
I mean, it's not just the surgery and the scars. I mean, actually, some people have to go through a lot of physical therapy after surgery to, you know, use their their limbs again or whatever. They have to, you know, wear the fajas. They have to do all of that. There's a lot of molding that needs to be done after plastic surgery. So, I mean, yes, but guess what? The scar is still under all that stuff. It's still under there and it needs to be accounted for. So So ideally, patients should come to you like, you know, right after they're out of sutures, like you said, so you can start working on their new scars to mm-hmm. have it behave properly and heal the right way. Yeah, I'm managing it. That is, that's the only word that really, really resonates with a management because I, I'm, I'm taking the scar through the series of, of um phases that it's going to go through that that has to go through it's got the blood clotting it's got the you know the inflammation and and then it's got the the actual scar tissue that's being built underneath the scar well we want to kind of go and bypass when we're managing the scars we want to bypass scar tissue how do i do that i do that it's top secret. You're a scar magician is what you are. But in reality, we want to bypass scabbing. We want to bypass scar tissue. So that's how I manage it. You know, I'm able to be able to get past those uh, two things as much as possible. All right. Stuff happens, but as much as possible, because those are the two things that start causing the scar to heal poorly. Now, how do people know if they are scar prone or prone to bad scarring, like a keloid scar or what you call a hypertrophic scar? Mm-hmm. And I know in later podcasts, we're going to get into the types of scarring, but somebody mm-hmm. who's a poor healer, how do they know that that's going to happen and that they should come to you, you know? Genetic? Most genetics, yeah, but most, most people know. They, yeah. they, they know how they heal, even from a little kid. Yeah, I got, you know, ran into a tree when I was small. I got this big gash on my head. I got an apertrophic scar. And, you know, right. since then, every little, you know, acne blemish that I pick, it turns into a keloid. Like, okay, you know how you heal. Right. Right. You know, so you kind of reflect back into any kind of injury that you've had in your little life, your you know, older life, whatever, you might have already had surgery before, and that didn't go so well. So and you want to maybe ask the doctor, well, you know, this scar heal like this, how do you think this scar is going to heal? And to be honest, you know, scars heal differently in different parts of the body. They just do. If you're more vascular, you have lower scars in your legs, I mean, in your tummy, um, your foot, whatever, you might take a little bit longer to heal with a lot more um, inflammation involved because you're more vascular. It it tends to harbor in the lower part of your body and extremities. So if you have scars down there, you might heal slower. So just, just kind of reflect on how you've healed in the past even if you get a little scratch yeah that makes sense if you if you get a little scratch and you heal this way can you imagine how you're going to heal when you have a a hip-to-hip scar exactly you know where where skin has been cut out and, and all of that that's really really traumatic a scratch is not so traumatic but if you just kind of reflect on that and 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 ask the surgeon ask the doctor you know well you know based on you know this is how i heal how do you think this is going to heal and, right. you know, go from there. Or if you really, really want to know, 
then call the SCAR hotline. <laughs> exactly. Talk to me. Yes. So, call, call the yeah. SCAR hotline because we have all the answers. So you've been doing this for 15 years, right? And yes, you have worked on over 50,000 patients. Mm. That's a lot of scars. Mm. <laughs> we mm. need to give you your flowers right now, your metal mm. crown, everything. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, did you say crown? Yes, a crown, a crown, a crown. Queen. Yeah. So yeah, mind-blowing results. I mean, I don't think there's anybody there. I know there's nobody out there that does what you do, you know? Well, you know, I created this 15 years ago. It was just from a a mere like aha in my head when I was going to, uh, I I took aesthetics and I got my esthetician license in in Arizona. And I started my practice in Sedona, Arizona, of all places. That's where I lived at the time. But I opened a little space in in actually a salon. And I had a barber chair, literally a barber chair. I I work because, you know, I I didn't didn't want to do facials. I I didn't really want to do anything, you know, ordinary. You know, I I knew I was going to do something when I went to aesthetic school. And how did you get into like the scar niche? I mean, like creating that whole, I mean, that's all you do. You're an esthetician, but you don't, you don't work on, you know, you don't do facials. You're not microblading. You're not doing scars. So how did you come to that aha moment where you said, I'm just going to repair scars? Well, when I started aesthetics and, and I went, you know, you know, a little chair in the salon and had a little three panel to hide behind, you know, with all my little guys, people kept asking me, do I do permanent makeup? And that was kind of a big thing back yeah. 15 years ago. And nobody did it in Sedona, Arizona. And I'm like, no, I don't do it, but hold on a minute. Just wait here, you know, because uh, money's walking out the door. So I'm like, I'll be right back. So I went to permanent makeup school and I took 80 hours. So it's two straight weeks of permanent makeup education. And they had a class called scar relaxation. This was an extra class I could take. I'm like, scar relaxation? What's that? Wow. You know, you know, it's just like, that sounds interesting Yeah, because nobody even does that sort of thing. Right. I mean, I've never heard of it, but no. you know, I hadn't really been out there at the time. So I went, um, I, I took the class and, and literally the teachers were just teaching and I asked questions because, you know, my mind works in a very extra way. And so they like, well, we don't really know the answer. So literally I just watched a video and I'm like, Oh, all right, say no more. You know, why just relax the scar when we can when we can just fix the skin? Because now I'm an esthetician and I can fix skin. Right? Now you you did a lot of research, right? Went to webinars and things like that to learn on your own because there was no information out there, correct? Mm-hmm. No, there was nobody. So so when I said fix the scar, I meant fix the skin. Like this is something. So I I said, well, I'm, there's nowhere that I can go for somebody to teach me what I have in my head. So my mind's rolling, you know, 24 seven mile a minute. And um, so I dig into the medical journals, I dig into every little article that I can find about scars. And I thought, well, if I'm going to fix a scar, I, I, I'm going to act like a scar, what does it need, a scar need? How, how to what if I was a scar? What would I mean to? <laughs> how would I to, behave? Right. Yeah. I mean, what would I need? What 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 would I have to do? You know, is it injured? You know, what 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 you know? I feed it. You know, so all of that. So 
by the time I, I did about three months worth of intense research and I come back and I have these, you know, protocols. And, and so basically I have one thing that starts the onset of the repair and then I go into another thing and, and just everything hands off to each other. So everything had its very precise job to do. And so when I got back into my chair in the salon, I said, everybody come back, come back, you know, uh, anybody who has a scar line up and everybody lined up out the door. And there were so many different types of scars that I was working on, wrinkles, everything. And I just did it for free. I, I like, I can't charge you because I don't really know what I'm doing. So I'm going to do it and then we'll, everybody's going to be a case study. Right. I had hundreds of case studies in the beginning because I didn't charge people and I have to create a library, right, for for right. people to see photos before and after. So, you know, that, that I mean, that's what people believe is like, you know, well, do you have pictures? And I'm like, yes, I do. You know, so when people started coming back after one month, two months, three months, and I'm like, hello. You know, like, whoa, like I, I was floored. I'm like, I did this. Wow. I, I, I just, I couldn't believe it. And I'm like, I'm onto something. I need to dub this my name. And I just came up with a DC method. So, so the DC Dunn Carter. Okay. Yes. Yes. Dunn Carter done with the scar. Yeah. So it, it kind of was from history from there. I mean, it was just like all evolved, but back then it was like, how am I, you know, I kind of panicked, like I'm onto something so big. How do I let the world know? I mean, and that's what I thought. It's not, not how do I let Sedona know? How do I let the world know? Because that's how big I knew this was. And, and I really didn't know at the time. But, you know, that's how my brain thinks. It's like, I got to put this out there everywhere. Right. The, the, the world, the universe has to know. So back then, you know, there's no platform to know. It was Facebook, but nobody wants to see, you know, cute little kid photos and then a gory scar, you know. So it wasn't really the platform that I, I could use. So word of mouth. Google, websites, brochures were really big back then, flyers, oh, yeah, I saw flyers, okay. you know, business cards, you know, that, that sort of thing. So immediately after I started seeing amazing results in Sedona, I opened an uh, office in Scottsdale, Arizona. So I, I had two offices. I traveled back and forth. So Scottsdale really got my uh, momentum going. You know, I was in okay. a huge salon there, a salon in Scottsdale. I there for many, many years. And so there was a lot of foot traffic. There was a lot of this and that. Oh, hey, you know, well, you know. So one thing led to another. And, you know, I was able to, I actually did a Fox TV um, segment in Phoenix, which, you know, started blowing me up even more. So word of mouth, word yeah, of mouth. Yeah, you were in a couple, you were in some magazines in Miami. You won some Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and that came later after, after I um, moved from Arizona to Miami. Right. So, I mean, when I moved to Miami, I'd already been, you know, in the business for eight years. And so I just parlayed everything, you know, when I got to Miami, it just got bigger and bigger and bigger. And, and I, I just, you know, work my ass off 
I know you my do. Ass off. It, 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 it's not even, you know, it's not work. So I shouldn't say that. It, it, it's just like, Your I'm passion. so excited. Yeah. I wake up in the morning and, you know, I go to bed and I eat, sleep and breathe this. But how do you so, manage it all? It must, it's a lot of pressure on you, isn't it? Uh, you have to be organized. It, it's just organizational skills. And yeah. I, don't, I don't know if it's a Libra thing or, or you just, <laughs> you just over the years, you know, everything, you know, I, I won't bring anything into my business if it can't flow into, you know, my, my day. So it, it just, right. you know, you have to bring people in to start helping you. And, you know, it's been... So that's beautiful. how you started SCAR School, right? You With the idea that you would train other people to help you or to... Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it, it took me many years to figure out how I was going to train because I didn't want it to be where they can, you know, take the brand and go do what they're going to do and, you know, not do it well, you know. So I, I had to protect the brand. And of course, the brand is trademarked in five different categories and classes. So uh, it, it's it's a beautiful thing that I finally got to do this last year during COVID. I had my first class and I'm like, I, I, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. And um, I've had many, many students and they're all very amazing. I'm very particular who I bring into the class and who I train because you have to have specific uh, licensing to, to right. train under me. You know, that's one part of it. So yes, now that, now that I'm training, I'm able to be able to, to refer more people to my students who have trained under certain types of scars. Not everybody's trained under all of the scar uh, phases, but the people that are trained under certain, I get to refer them. Hey, you know, I got this person in Atlanta. Hey, I got this person in Nashville. Hey, I got this right, person in Right, because not everybody can fly in to see you. So they, it's good to have people in other cities. That can- right, right. So this is what, you know, I want them to become just as much of an expert as, as much as an expert as they can be. But practice makes perfect. And that is, I say, go home and practice, go home and take on people, go home and just, you know, kill it. You know, so if you have any questions, I mean, not only my students, you know, they, they, they get to call me any time of the day, they're answering their questions. Oh, you know, I said, send in photos. I said, all right, send me the photo. Let me see where you're at on this case, you know, and then we walk through it together. So I don't, it's not just taking a class for me. It's like, I am there for you always. Always, that's amazing. Always, you know, you don't ever get rid of me, and because I I (laughs) get rid of you. Well, you know, I want them to succeed, right? Right. I mean, why wouldn't I? I mean, it's that's reflection on you and how good you are, right? Right. I want them to be awesome. I want them to, you know, I I have to leave this footprint. I I I have to leave it with people, you know, who who are um, good at what they do. So there's, there's that. So this is, you know, why I want to, you know, branch out globally. Well, I think you're doing that. And I think, you know, globally, you are reaching out to, you know, in all sorts of avenues. In the next couple of podcasts, I think we're going to get more into different kinds of scars, right? Right. How Mm -hmm. you and how you approach those, what they, what they look like, what types of scars they are. And we'll also take questions, you know, week to week from our podcast. I think people want to know. And they, yeah, you no, know, we're, we're, it's going to be, it's going to be very educational. Is, yeah, is, is, exciting. Is, yeah. This is, this is uh, mostly what it is, is educational. The more educated we are, the less mistakes we're going to make. 
Yeah. And so the, you know, how scars affect people, that's, that's very, very big. It's very big. I, I just had somebody on my table today and I, I'm going to have her on my show because she is such a dynamo of a person and, and she's been through a lot with her scars and, you know, she even mentioned that, you know, she just wanted to kill herself, you know, oh over, over them, you know, when she was younger, cause she, she just didn't feel that she could go on in life looking the way she does. So yeah, yeah. a lot of people like, like I said, call the scar hotline and they're mm-hmm. devastated. And we just recently started that launched that and it has been an amazing success. I mean, I get calls on a daily basis. I love it. I love it. Asking, you know, what does Linda do? Where is she? How can I see her? I have this kind of scar. I have that kind of scar, you know, and I'll ask some questions. And then of course, then I'll refer them to, to do the consult photos are important. You know, Mm -hmm. you have to see their photos and then they get a very detailed treatment plan. And I think that's, that's great that we have the hotline going again. It's one eight, six, six, Scar Talk, S-C-A-R-T-L-K for anybody. It's open 24-7. So you can call and talk to me about, you know, how to reach Linda, what kind of scar you have, if you have any questions. So we're available. We want to educate you, give you information. Or if you want to just have a consultation, just go on the website, lindaguncarter.com, click on consultations, boom, you're there. So again, it's, it's such a great... Uh, To have a liaison like you on the other line, I mean, I really feel at ease to know that that you are comforting these people. I appreciate that. And that you, you know, you're very educated, like you know so much about surgery. And I'm like, you even say things to me and I'm like, what is that? (laughs) I know. know. Well, I used to work for a plastic surgeon and I read a lot, like, you know. And you had your own, you know, TV shows. So, yeah. I yeah. So I yeah. do know when they talk to me about kind of scars, I ask what kind of surgery they had. I ask how old the scar is. You know, I ask if they had a revision. I even ask the name of the surgeon that did the scar, you know, because I know a lot of these surgeons. So mm-hmm. I wonder where they had it done, when they had it done. And so I'll ask specific questions. And, you know, a lot of times I'll get, thank you so much for listening to me. You know, like nobody listens to me and thank you, thank you, thank you. And they'll they'll thank me multiple times. And I feel like I'm providing a great service for you and for the DC method. And I'm grateful that you're allowing me to be a part of that. So thank you, Linda. I know. Thank you, Anne. And listen, like, where can you go? Like, these are scar clinics. Like I have three scar clinics. Where can you go? that they just do scars. I mean, there's, there, there might be some places and then I just don't know about them, but this is all that I do. I just do scars, right? Just scars. And that is all I've done for 15 years and the thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of different types of scars that I've done. It's like, wow, you know, just when I thought I saw the worst, I see worse, (laughs) you know, like Jesus, you know, I I mean, you know, but come on, you know, let's try to do something here. If I can't help you, which is very, 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 very rare. If I can't help you, I will give you some kind of hope. Right. Yeah, I might send you to have a revision first. And like after you have the revision, boom, come and see me. Right. But that's away. what that's what it is. People need the hope and they want the hope and they mm-hmm. come to you as their last resort. And you know, I, I think it's very comforting that they they 
you know, when they meet you, they they know that you can help them. And that affects their self-esteem because having a scar, wherever it is on your body or face, it's traumatizing. You know, it's emotionally traumatizing, physically traumatizing. And this is helping these people get over and you're changing lives, babe. Yeah, that's what you're doing. Mm, 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 mm. And, you know, I wake up every day and, and I feel so blessed, you know, and I, I'm, I'm honest when I say this, I, these are not my hands, they're God's hands, you know, he's working through me every day because I'll look at stuff and I'm like, how'd I do that? <laughs> or, or even in the past, I'm like, how did, how did that even happen? I, was I present? You know, <laughs> was I present? But I mean, that that's how blessed I feel. I, I guess, you know, that's, you know, I'm so strong about the purpose that I've been given and identified with it. You know, it's one thing to, you know, have purpose and then identify with it. But, you know, I, I think it's to the extreme here. And, and um, you know, I'm not done. You know, I'm 62. And You're just getting started. <laughs> I know. I know. I was, I was just saying that, you know, I, I think, you know, the best is yet to come. I mean, it yeah. is, it, it's, it's iconic. And, and I just get the goosebumps even saying that, but I show up, I fly, I'm on the plane a lot. I break down my suitcase. I set up the office. I go back, I go back home, you know, but I do have my, my time that I take care of myself. If I didn't take care of myself, I wouldn't be able to get up and, and, you know, prance around the world like this. So I think we're going to wrap up this episode. In the next episode, we're going to address some more of the pressing questions. But what is the, what would be a final thing that you would want to say to wrap up this first introductory podcast? Thank you, everybody, for listening, whoever's listening. And thank you for everybody who subscribes and and, and uh, will subscribe in the future. Thank you for letting me chat with you. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you, Anne. And, and we have a great producer, Deanna. Yeah, she's amazing. Deanna in Los Angeles. She's a great producer. So she's actually guiding us through all of this. So hopefully uh, it'll turn into something big and, and we can really, really, you know, make, make a, a huge imprint with the SCAR society. You know, people, people, and, and it's going to get deep. It's going to, I mean, you know, I already cried. I mean, I know you did. <laughs> oh my God, you know, stop it. I, I cry all the time. I'm such a, when I talk about it and, and you've got it, a great heart. Oh my God. I, I just, you know, I'm going to cry again. And there's, um, there's something that you always say to, to people, whatever scar, what is that phrase you always say to them? Oh, I got you. I got you. I got, I got you. I got right. you. Whatever your issue is, I got you. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Let's let's do this together. And, and so I do appreciate, again, everybody listening. So until the next time. Until Thanks for hanging out with us. This was yeah. great. I yeah. Thank you, Linda. And thank you for the listeners. Thanks to Deanna, our fabulous producer. Mm-hmm. And we will see you on episode two. We'll get deeper into these birding issues. All right, everyone. Ciao, ciao. Ciao, ciao. Bye.